I've been reminded by a couple of people when I've told them stories that I thought I podcasted on Live to Tell. And they're saying, no, never heard it. So let me take a diff- a, another stab. Jason indicated to me that maybe I had talked about the story on Beauty and the Shrink, and maybe I had. I get things confused. Hey, I've lived to tell. That means I'm older. I'm entitled. Just joking. My mind is sharp. Sharpish. Let's leave it at that. Anyway, I was telling a client um, the other day about when I grew up in Hawaii. My father was in the military, and we traveled all over. And as a youth, like 10, 11, 12, whatever, um, you know, they say, do you remember your first elementary school teacher's name? Fuck no. Do you? Anyway, I don't. But I do remember my elementary school teacher's actions because believe it or not I used to talk a lot and I used to talk a lot in class while class was going on with anybody around me who would listen it was my gift it was part of my charm until my elementary school teacher in Hawaii decided she'd had enough of my charm And she took masking tape and she wrapped it all around my head, all around my mouth, and left me there at my desk all day to suffer in silence and embarrassment. Can you imagine if that happened in this day and age? I can't. But you know what? I stop and think about it. It really did make an impression on me. Shut the fuck up. Sit. And realize that you're being taught. That you have to have respect. For others around you. Yes, I may still talk a lot. But I understand also when to shut the fuck up. And when to have respect for others around me. So I'm not going to take that away from my elementary school teacher. When I was telling Jason this story on a conversation that we had tonight, it also clicked into my head because we're going to Hawaii in just under two weeks. And we were talking about what should we do? My first response was, well, you know, I owe you all these movie nights Because I keep saying, let's have a movie night on Saturday. And then I renege because my anxiety has gotten in the way or I'm not in the mood. And he understands, but we don't, we still don't get to do the movie night. So we were supposed to have a movie night this last Saturday. And he was saying, well, and I said, no. And I said, maybe we'll just do movie nights in Hawaii. 
that makes sense, right? And I'm hoping that the Wyndham timeshare, of which I'm an owner, has the equipment to do that. If not, we'll figure out something else. I mean, in addition to walking on the beach or eating or whatever. He also brought up the concept of maybe going out on the ocean. And then he cringed and waited for my response. And my response was not necessarily what he was expecting. Yes, that sounds exciting. A dinner on the water thing, or maybe even snorkeling. And he came back with snorkeling. You had said that you would never do snorkeling because you're afraid of what's under the water. And that's true. That's fair. I remember when my parents and I went to the Big Island and stayed in a quote-unquote resort that was an ex-Navy housing facility turned vacation resort. It was very rustic, but it was also very charming. And it was on the Big Island. And we went on an excursion that brought us to the Black Sand Beach. And the Black Sand Beach was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. There were tortoises doing it on the sand right next to us. That was so lovely. And we were able to snorkel. And we did. And I did. I actually got my hair wet and went out into the water and snorkeled. And all these turtles around me was beautiful. The thing that I remember, too, about that was you can't see that far ahead of you so you really don't know what's going to pop out of the environment but my mind was such that I was focused on the turtles and that was bringing me joy I also told him about when I went to Catalina and that was beautiful too except for the fact that I went there twice the first time I went on a friend's boat, and that was lovely, and we actually sailed into Catalina, the boat docked in the water, and we lived on the boat while we were there, and so to get into Catalina proper, we needed to take a dinghy and go into Catalina. How exciting, how lovely is that? Another time I went, and I don't remember whether it was first or second, but we went and we went on the ferry that they provide. I think it's provided out of Long Beach. And I got seasick. And it was horrible. And I hated it. And I couldn't be happier to get on the sands of Catalina. I was just reading or viewing Facebook um, posts of my dears 
Marky, and Barbara, who went to Catalina for Barbara's birthday. And they actually, not bungee jumped, but what is it where you stand at one end and you slide all across this canyon-ish thing to the other side. You know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the right words. But anyway, I labeled it as Craig. Somebody said, oh, brave you. Brave Craig. I would never do something like that. But I admire individuals who take dares and are willing to do daring things. I'm not... You know what? I'm not willing to do things that could potentially cripple me from the neck down. And that involves a whole lot of things. Yeah, it keeps me from doing a whole lot of fun things. But that's my jam. That's part of my charm. So where was I going with this whole thing? Oh, snorkeling. So I went snorkeling in Catalina. And it was fun, and the water was crystal clear under the water. And there were so many beautiful fish, so many rock establishments, coral, things like that. But all I could hear in my ear was dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And that made it very difficult for me to stay in the water. Jaws! Oh no, shark attack. And in actuality, when I was under the water, I did see a shark. Not one that I guess I needed to worry about, but a shark nonetheless. And so now I've been reading on social media and the news about all the shark attacks that have been happening and how to avoid a shark attack and what to do if you're shark attacked and things like that. But because I am so excited and so determined to live my life to the fullest when I finally take possession of my condo in Playa del Carmen, I'm actually thinking I want to spend more time on the beach. I want to spend more time in the water. I want to spend more time in the sun. And believe me, that latter part is difficult for me because I don't want to look like a wrinkled up, aged coach bag. That's why coming up in the next few months, I'm planning on getting my five-year laser facial resurfacing. And I found a good dermatologist. Apparently, she's the best in the area. And yes, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. But yes, I'm going to get so many more benefits from it. And I'm excited. But I'm also going to lie out in the sun to a certain degree and not be a pale body or as I've been nicknamed Casper. I think I owe it to myself. I did order online um, this lotion that tans you. And Jason, 
told me to stop that. It makes you look even older when you put this shit on your face and on your body. So I stopped. Okay. I listened to a drag queen who knows about makeup, who knows about this, that, or the other. And so I've decided, yes, I want to get a little of that sun-kissed look, but not to the extent of the old coach bag. I will still continue till the day I die to get my facial laser resurfacing. I owe it to myself. I owe it to myself. And I owe it to the dermatologist to continue paying them for the expense of having it done to myself. But guess what? First and foremost, it's mine. It's my lifeline. It's my security to being the best person I can possibly be. So when Jason brought up different things that we should be doing in Hawaii, the first thing was snorkeling. And when he thought or said to me that he didn't think that I would be willing to do that, I indicated that I would be just because of everything that I've explained. But I also brought to his attention that I'd be willing to go hiking because you hear about all these hiking adventures to beautiful waterfalls where you can absorb the beauty and you can also get in the water and kill basically two birds with one stone. Beauty, water, all the rest of that. I want to do that. And it, again, reminded me of when I lived with my family in Hawaii when I was younger. And we went on a hike to the falls a lot before everything became tourized, if that's a word, or touristy or whatever. It was more of a pure type experience. But we went on a hike to the falls And the name of the falls is right on the tip of my tongue. But I can't remember it. And I think it's not important at this time. But we went and we hiked and we got to the top. And we saw the falls. And we luxuriated in the falls and its beauty. And then we headed down. And as we got closer to the down, we ran into somebody Guess who? I asked Jason. He couldn't come up with anything. Actually, he didn't know the time frame. So his recollection or his supposition was off base. But we ran into Julie Andrews. The hills are alive. And it was a young Julie Andrews living in Hawaii hiking the same trails that we did to get to the beautiful falls. I had almost forgotten about that because it just became a part of my experience in living. But I thought I would share that part 
of my experience as I do with my podcast Live to Tell. Because I have lived to tell. Till next time.